0: Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. Hello, hello, hello. It is Crystal Iram here. And I am really excited for what I'm covering in this video because this is one of the absolute most asked topics I get. Um, And it's really this idea of like, how can I stay positive? Like, how can I still believe that I'm going to have love? How are things still going to work out? Like, how can I keep my energy up when it really doesn't seem like it's working, when I really am not getting any closer to what I want, when I'm just like sick and tired of dating? And I'm going to give basically seven ways you can stay more positive seven things that you can do so that the approach to this actually is getting you closer to what you want rather than really keeping you stuck and kind of far away from what you desire. So, I'm Crystal Uram. I am the creator of the School of Manifesting Love, the premier love manifestation and dating program for women. I share content on understanding men, the masculine, dating as a high value woman and manifesting love. So be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that you don't miss anything. And if you're here watching me live, then the only way that you can chat with me is by subscribing. So if you haven't subscribed yet, definitely go ahead and do that. Okay. So this is really, really very important. And the reason that it's important is because if you are hating dating, if you're feeling like, oh, I'm just going to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. It's not working for me. It's going to be really hard for you to actually get what you want. And that is sort of on two levels. So on one level, when you're hating dating, what a lot of women do is they try to fast forward through it, meaning they're trying to just like skip over the dating. They don't want to date they don't want to do it. So they try to fast forward through it. And what happens when you try to fast forward through dating is that you're most likely to overlook red flags, right? Like when you're just trying to go from dating to in a relationship, you're not going to notice these things that you would otherwise pick up on. And this is actually going to slow you down, right? It's like, you think that this is going to move you forward faster, but it actually is more likely to get you stuck. This is why women end up in relationships that are you know, months and years long, and they're like, this person was never right, right? Or there were all these red flags at the beginning that I just didn't even notice, or I wasn't paying attention to, or I wasn't giving energy to. So when you can actually slow down, you can use dating for its proper purpose, which is really to obviously have fun, but to really get to know someone and to vet them and to determine, is this someone that I could really be in a happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship with over the long term? So when you are not trying to rush through it, when you can actually learn how to enjoy the process of it, you're going to date better. And when you date better, you're going to make better choices. And that's going to get you coupled up with your person way, way faster. So when you're approaching dating with this, like, I hate dating so much. It's such a chore, right? It becomes this thing where it's like, oh, this is just the thing that I have to do to get the thing that I actually want. And you have to think about the energy, that you're bringing when you're doing it as a chore, when it's something that you have no interest in doing that you really don't want to be there for, right? Like, you know what this energy is like when you encounter someone where it's like talking to you is a chore, like they're doing something to cross it off the list. Like, how does that feel? Usually not very good, right? Like we don't want to be a chore. You don't want to be the woman who's showing up on the other side of a man acting like it's a chore, right? Like you have to think about the way that you show up for a chore, for an obligation, for a thing that you're really dragging your feet about versus something that you're excited about and how different that energy and how much more likely it is that you're going to manifest what you actually desire when the energy that you're bringing is actually aligned with what you want. So let's break down some of the things that you can do. So for people who are hopping on, hello, I'm so happy that you're here. And if you're watching the replay, let me know that you join me for the replay. And I want to hear from you if this is something that you're dealing with. If you are at that place where you're like, I'm so ready to give up, tell me in the comments, whether you're watching live or you're watching on the replay. I really want to know if this is something you're struggling with, because obviously I can dive into it further. If you're with me live and you want to chat with me, you have to be subscribed to the channel. You have to subscribe, and then you'll be able to join me in the live chat. Okay, so I'm going to start with sort of the most basic thing. And this is overarching. And then we're going to dig into some of the specifics, some specific strategies that you can use to actually do this. So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to learn how to love the experience. Okay, learn how to love the experience of dating. And you really want to make this almost like a project where it's like, if you were really committed to, if you were really devoted to learning how to enjoy dating, what would you do, right? So how do you want to show up? Like, who do you want to be on dates? Like, who's the woman that you want to be? And what kind of things does she do before her dates? So I'll give you an example. Maybe you're like me and you're an introvert and getting ready to go with meet someone that you don't know sounds like a slog. One of the things that I would do is sort of commit to always getting ready. Like I actually am someone who enjoys getting ready. Like I like doing my makeup. I like doing my hair. And so it was the sort of thing where it's like, even if I didn't have a ton of time, I would work it into my schedule so that I would have time to go home and shower and have a glass of wine and put on music and actually have fun before I was going on the date. It just put me in a totally different energy in a couple of ways. One is that it took me out of work mode where I was very much in my masculine, as most of us usually are when we're working, and allowed me to sort of get more into my body, to get more into my feminine, so that when I went on the date I'd already switched over into that. I was already in that place where I was like relaxing and enjoying myself and looking to have fun with someone. Right. So it was like, it's such a simple thing. But even just knowing, okay, I don't want to be rushed. Right. Like, I don't want to be rushed. The feminine never wants to be rushed. I did not want to be rushed going on dates. So that meant that I wasn't usually making happy hour dates. Right. Like, some people, that works for them. That's the most convenient thing. And that is what they can look forward to because they're like, oh, right when I get off work, I'll be able to go, go grab a drink. That'll be perfect. That wasn't the approach that I took. But maybe for you, that is the case. Is Knowing happy hour is my favorite hour of the day. And you make dates right after work for happy hour. And that's the way that you can look forward to it, knowing that when you're done, you get to go home and you can take off your clothes and get really comfortable and watch Netflix, right? So it's like, what can you do to make the experience more enjoyable for yourself? It's like you want to trick your brain to look forward to the dates. You want to trick your brain a little bit. You want to get your brain used to looking forward to going out. So put whatever you need to in place so that that is possible. So the second thing that you can do is a really, really simple but powerful mindset shift. And it's that you're going to let go of the idea that you're wasting time. This is idea that I am wasting time. Dating these people, going on dates, getting ready for dates is such a waste of time. Being on the dating apps, it's a waste of time. All of this is wasting time. All I want is to just be with my person. So all of this is a waste of time. We want to understand the way that your thoughts are influencing the way that you show up. Because it's like, when we talk about your energy, it's like your energy is just sort of like your thoughts and feelings. But it's like the way that you're thinking is going to affect the way that you feel. And the way that you feel is going to affect the way that you show up. So if you're thinking this is a waste of my time, how are you going to feel? If I'm thinking this is a waste of my time, I'm going to feel annoyed, irritated, frustrated, impatient. Right? And all of those things are going to create a sensation in my body of contraction where I'm like, Ugh, I just want to get this over with. What a waste of time. Right. And then I show up across from someone else and I'm like, let's just get this over with. Right. Like, what are you going to say to me? What are you going to say to me that's going to be different than any of the guys that I've met over the past months? Right. Probably nothing. Probably going to say the same stuff. Right. And it's like you're going in like claws out almost like almost like I haven't even met the guy and I've already decided he's wasting my time it is such a repellent energy. You're just straight up pushing people away when that is how you're showing up. But here's the truth. You can only waste time when you've decided you've wasted time, right? What if you decided that being in front of another person is never a waste of time? What if you decided that every time you meet a man there's something for you to learn there's something of value in that moment right what if you decided that there was always a purpose there was always something to learn always something to gain always something of value every interaction with another person right then nothing has to be a waste of time so you can even go into the dates with something like that in your mind because it's true like if you're looking at other people as only a value, if they can really give you what you want, you know, this person's only valuable to the extent that like, he's going to be my person. That's a lot of people that you're missing out on interacting with. If you're dating, there's probably all sorts of people that you're encountering that know things that you don't know that have had experiences that you haven't had. And so when you can look at them for that, there's a lot more to be gained, right? Like even if, You were just like, on all my dates, I'm going to find out about a new place in my city that I haven't been to because that would be fun, right? Like, if you can ask the person in front of you about a place that they've been, that they had a fun experience at, then, like, that's a new place you can go to, right? Where it's like, now it doesn't have to be a waste of time. I discovered this new place or I have a new idea for something to try, right? So it's like, just let go of the idea that you're wasting time. When you can, tell yourself a story that supports what you want to create when you can tell yourself the story that there is no waste of time, that every person in front of you has value, and it's always getting you closer to what you ultimately desire. You're going to show differently and it's going to feel different. So this is very closely related to the third thing that you can do, which is make it less about meeting the love of my life and more just meeting a person. I'm talking to interesting people. I'm going to interesting and new places and I get to just enjoy the company of other humans right when we're like oh it just has to be my person has to be my person when we're just putting all this pressure where it's like I am only interested in meeting you if you're my person you're pushing away what you desire so I'm going to talk about the energy of this for a second when we talk about manifestation what we're sort of getting at is like where is your energy what is your energy focused on And when you're focusing on this, isn't my person, when you're going into it and you're saying, basically, this is a waste of my time. If this isn't my person, it's like, you're just repeating the message over and over again. I don't have my person. I don't have my person. I don't have my person. My person isn't here. He's nowhere to be found. I'm never going to find him. I'm just wasting time. All of this is a waste of time. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? he?" That's what you're telling your mind. And that's what you're manifesting, right? Like that's the message you're putting out over and over and over again. And so that's what you're going to see more of. You're telling your brain, look for this. Look for evidence that my person isn't here. Look for evidence that I don't get to have what I want. So just let go of some of that, right? Like allow that to soften where instead of just being like, is it my person or is it not my person? It's just like, I'm meeting new people. I'm having new experiences. I'm getting to know another human in front of me. All humans are valuable. These other humans are also worthy, right? Like if you've ever been in a situation where someone sort of sat across from you and dismissed you, it's a terrible feeling. Like it doesn't feel good. And, you know, I don't think we talk about this much, but I do think that women experience this where it's like you meet a guy and you can just tell that like you are not his type. He is not interested in you. He does not want you. And he's sort of like looking around and acting bored and trying to find an out. And it's just like, When you notice that, when you feel that, when you focus on that, it can make you feel so small, right? Like it doesn't feel good when someone's just like, how can I move on? I'm not interested in this person in this conversation. We do the same thing. And you might be doing it a lot and you might be doing it totally unconsciously, but it's worth being aware of. Like how can you bring your presence and your attention and your heart towards people even if they're not your person? The fourth thing that you're going to do is make it more of an adventure. Right? Like a lot of women that I talk to, when I'm asking them, what do you want? What are you looking for in a relationship? What are you looking for in a person? They say like, oh, I just want to have so many adventures. I want everything to be an adventure. I want life to be such an adventure. I want a guy who's really adventurous. I want to do all sorts of things together. I want to have this adventurous, exciting, fun life. Right? A lot of women say that, but then they have these experiences and they cannot make any adventure out of like their regular life. They're completely reliant on the circumstances outside of them for fun and for excitement and adventure. Part of the spirit of adventure is being a person with an adventurous spirit. And so when you can just have fun with things where you can just enjoy things where you can just sort of take experiences for what they are, where you can sort of get the story out of the experience even if it's not the experience that you want forever. right like so many of my stories, are from experiences that weren't ultimately what I desired, but I was able to stay present in them. And I was able to see the humor in them. And I was able to have fun and enjoy them. And then I got a really good story, right? So it's like allowing yourself to sort of see the adventure to experience things as an adventure rather than just, this is not what I want. This is what I want. This is not what I want. This is what I want. Like, where is the fun in it? I tend to lose interest fast when I'm not into someone. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, it's like, it's totally fine to recognize this is not someone I'm going to be with. And we do tend to recognize that fairly quickly. We usually can tell. And of course there are circumstances where that shifts, where you see enough in that person that you're willing to get to know them more. And then it turns out that you fall in love and you have a wonderful relationship. And that's amazing. But often we do know pretty quickly, like, am I interested in this person? Am I not? Do I feel an attraction to them or don't I? And that's fine. But you don't have to dismiss them just because you're not interested, right? And, you know, we can all fall prey to it sometimes. There's going to be times when the person in front of you is just such a mismatch and you're just like, I got to get out of here. This is not for me. But the more that you can sort of just show up and get to know the person, even if you don't think that it's your person, the closer you're going to get to your person, the more quickly and easily your person's going to be able to come into your experience. Okay, so the fifth thing. This is really for my introverts, okay? Because this was me. If you are an introvert, if going out with new people, going on a lot of dates is just deeply draining. Like if that is draining in your soul, I totally get it, okay? I totally get it. That's very much how I was. And part of it is going to be these other things that I'm talking about. But to some extent, it's just going to be that you are not energized by being around other people. And you don't have to change who you are. What you're going to want to do instead is make sure that you are being appropriately selective about the people that you go out with. Meaning you do not need to go out with every person that asks you out. If you're talking to someone and it seems like some of the baseline things that you're looking for are just lacking, then be a little bit more discerning. For some people, going on dates all the time is more fun, right? These mindset shifts about having fun and making it into more of an adventure and enjoying the journey for what it is, is going to seep in with them at a much deeper level. And they're just going to be able to appreciate the experience more, right? And for some of you, you're just introverted and you'll be able to enjoy it more and it will still drain you. And that's okay. And so what you're going to want to do is make sure that you're just not going out with everyone, that you are sort of limiting how often you go out and pick a limit that works for you. Right? So maybe it's just that like, you know, you're not going to be going on more than two dates a week, right? Like two different people, two dates. That's the most you can handle. That's totally fine. Maybe it's one date a week, whatever it is, but you just want to make sure that you're discerning the people that you go out with you think actually have potential. Now here's what's important about what I said. I said, you want to make sure that you are appropriately selective, appropriately discerning. Meaning, you're not trying to find out everything that you would find out on days one, two, and three just while you're chatting with on mom again. This is what people do sometimes is that they are so opposed to dating, that they're like, well, let me just gather all the information I possibly can about this person before we meet so that I can make sure that I think he's the one. It doesn't work like that. You cannot do that. You're not gonna be able to get all of the important information just while chatting with someone. And so let go of the idea that that's even a possibility because it's really not, okay? You want to allow yourself to gather enough information so that you have a clue if it's a total experience that's just not going to line up with what you desire. But most of the things that we are ultimately looking for, you're not going to be able to find out without meeting in person. So this is an important thing for you to think about. like, What kind of information can I gather about someone before a date so that I'm not going out too much, essentially? What kind of information can I gather in advance? Okay, the sixth thing that you're going to do is you're going to ask, who do I want to be when I go on dates? Who do I want to be when I go on dates? Right, like what are the qualities you want to experience in yourself and that you want the other person to experience when you're going on dates? Often we just sort of show up as we are for better or worse. And it's not about being inauthentic. It's about knowing like, what is the best of me? Like, what is the highest and best version of me? What energy do I wanna bring out? How do I wanna show up, right? Like, who do I wanna be? When you are more intentional and deliberate like this, you're gonna bring a totally different energy. And here's the thing with manifesting. Manifesting is always about who you're being and how you're being. And the people around you shift based on how you're being. Like it all starts with you. So if you go into dates with this energy of, I know I get to have love. I know that I'm completely worthy of the relationships that I desire. I love meeting new people. And I know that men love meeting me. The men that I meet, they want me to have a great time. They just want to enjoy my company and I want to enjoy theirs. Every single person I go out with has so much value, has something to teach me. I'm excited. Like I'm excited for what I can learn about these people. When that's who you're being, people are going to show up totally different than when you're like, this is such a waste of time. I'm sure it's going to be another loser. I'm so sick of going on stupid dates. Why can't I do that my person already? Right? Like how you're showing up as the first person versus how you're showing up as the second person. So be intentional. If you want to meet your person, then be that person. And this really leads in well to the last point, which is that you want to shore up your belief in your vision. Shore up your belief in your vision. We do not want to take action if we don't believe that we're eventually going to get what we want. So if you're feeling like, okay, I know what I desire, I want this happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship with an amazing man that I love deeply, who totally understands me and cares for me and makes me laugh, who we have the most amazing connection this is what I want, but I don't believe I can have it, then I'm not going to want to take any of the steps that I think might get closer to it, right? Like I'm not going to take those steps. They're going to feel like a waste. So you have to believe in the thing that you desire and you don't have to have a hundred percent belief a hundred percent of the time, but if you just don't think it's going to happen, then you're not going to want to take the action. The action being the dates. If you do believe that it's going to happen, then The action is going to feel much more natural. It's going to feel like, of course, I'm going to go on dates. Any one of these dates could be my date with my person. How fun will that be? And in the meantime, I just get to meet new people. I get to have these fun experiences. I get to sort of have this, 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 these, these life experiences. I get to enrich myself. I get to learn new things. I get to be around other interesting, valuable people. How can you believe more in the vision of what you actually want? What are the stories that you're telling yourself? What are the stories that you're telling yourself and how do you need to shift them? How are they keeping you from what you want? How are they moving you towards what you want? What do you need to shift around mentally so that you can actually get what you want? So those are the seven things that you can do to stay more positive. So before I close, I wanna know if there's any questions coming up. For anyone who's sort of jumping on late, I'm Crystal Iram. I'm the creator of the School of Manifesting Love. I share content on understanding men and the masculine, dating as a high value woman and manifesting love. And be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that you don't miss anything. Um, and also when I am sharing content live, if you subscribe, that's the only way that you can chat with me. I hope that you do subscribe. I actually am planning on doing a lot of live streams over the upcoming months. I have a lot of really amazing content prepared and I'm excited to share it with you. So before I end, I want to just give you an opportunity. If you'd like to take this work deeper, then I'll invite you to join me inside my signature course, which is the school of manifesting love. The school of manifesting love is a six module course where I really walk you through everything you need to manifest love. Starting with really upgrading your love blueprint, getting at absolute clarity on what you desire, and then fully aligning with the love that you want. So this program has gotten incredible, incredible results for my students over the past handful of years. Also, if you're not following me on Instagram, please be sure to do that. I'm at Crystal Iram. And that is all that I have for you today. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.